Shalom. Shalom, shalom, Shabbat shalom. shalom. <clears throat> Praise the Most High for you all joining us again. I think this is part five of our lesson of <clears throat> uh, understanding the authority of the Father. Uh, part five of our lesson. So this 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 will be, uh, I think maybe the last part of this series, and then we're gonna go to the uh, to our next series of being set apart. Understanding the authority of the Father being set apart. So today we're gonna start off with our our slide, and then we we'll get back into Hebrews and. Romans and, you know, and, and, and Mark. So let's pray. Hallelujah. So Almighty, we thank you for your compassion again. Hallelujah. Thank you for being so good to us. For great is your mercy toward us, Almighty. Hallelujah. And I ask you in the name of Yahushua Mashiach, if you would just today guide us with the Spirit, with your Spirit, with your Wukako Desh, into all truth, convict us of sin. We pray for the Spirit of wisdom and for the Spirit of understanding. That your will will go forth and pierce the hearts of those who don't have an understanding. You can pierce the hearts of those who are walking in disobedience. You can change anybody's life. Make anybody to you call them to be there is nothing too hard for you. That's the question that you've asked. Us have to understand there is nothing too hard for you. You are a creator of all things, Almighty. So we thank you, we magnify you, and we love you. In the name of Yahushua Mashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. So we do serve a mighty El. What do they say? What a mighty El. We serve a mighty El, a mighty Father. Who uh, has been giving us? Who, who's been teaching us how to get a better understanding of His authority? Um, most times, revealed to us that the reason why many of us live defeated lives is because we don't understand who He is. Uh, the Messiah gave us a, uh, He gave us a, um, a, the parable of the sword and the seed. When you look at uh, the, the, the the news of the Gospel of Matthew, I think Mark and Luke. But in, in Luke uh, ch chapter number thirteen, verse nineteen. When Messiah begins to explain uh, the parables, he goes to verse 19. He said, The seed that fell among the wayside of those who heard the word of the Most High, who heard the word of the kingdom, but had no understanding. And when you don't have no understanding, then the adversary is able to come and take their word. Now, listen, that's a very serious thing. You know, when, you, when you're looking at people, and, and, and we always hear people say, We know why I can't get this, or I've tried this, or I've tried that. Well, I'm hearing this, and it ain't work for me. And, and, and they're wondering, they're asking questions, well, why is this not working? You even have people asking, you know, uh, where are the miracles? Where are, where are this, this, that, what, what, what's going on? And everybody's asking the question. Now, 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 now check it right out. Now, of course, we know that the word of the Most High is not, is, is, is not what's wrong. Hmm. We know the Bible. The Bible ain't the one that's wrong. So if, if the Bible is true, like we all say that it is, but at the same time um, of us saying the Bible is true, many of us are not experiencing the things that we so-called say is true. Now, if the Bible is true, like we say it is, and we are not experiencing what we say is true, then who lying? And why is it, and why is it that we are not experiencing what we proclaim to be true? Are we deceiving ourselves? Are we living a false illusion, or do we have a, re a religious mindset? Because to me, if somebody would continue to keep telling me something, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that, or this is, this is true, but at the same time, I'm not experiencing it, then guess what, y'all? I ain't going to continue to keep following it. <laughs> I'm going to either try to find out, is what you said is right or wrong? And I'm going to go to the scripture. And see, one thing I can say to you all is, I learned the truth. Not based on what somebody was telling me, but I begin to learn the truth based on reading it for myself. And what I've seen in the Bible, in the Word of the Most High, and what I've experienced in so-called church or Christianity is exactly not the same thing. And I can tell you why people who are in these so-called churches or Christians are not experiencing the, the, the Bible. Because they ain't living the truth out. They're not living the truth. So this is our last. This is this is our last um, uh, series. You know, uh, uh, dealing with uh, last uh, 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 part of faith. Uh, dealing with this series. So we may as well just go ahead and go all out. They ain't living the truth. Aren't you tired of always hearing about you know how you can be blessed, but you continue to struggle being in poverty? And you and, you, and we think that that coming out of poverty is is, 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 is us giving. 
Because these lying preachers have told us that you got to give, you give, you give, you give. And you're going to give in good message. You're going to give, and he's going he gonna to give back to you in good message. Press down, second together, and running over. Shall men give your bosoms? And they say that, but they are not giving you the entire scripture. They are not reading to you an entire book or an entire chapter in context. This is giving you that verse of that chapter from a standpoint of you giving some money. Because most of the time, that preacher, he wants you to give to him. He wants you to give so he can have some gas money. He wants you to give so he can have a nice car. He wants you to give so he can look good. He wants to have service. It's horrible. It's a shame that these preachers these days got armor bearers and got service. Show me in the scripture where you ever seen a man or a woman of y'all have an armor bearer. An armor bearer is, a, is, is someone who bared the king's armor. <laughs> Pastors and prophets didn't have no armor bearers. And if you didn't have a prophet that had someone like Gehazi, who was a servant, he was his armor bearer. You don't see Gehazi going around carrying Eliyahu's or Elisha's body. Ain't no such thing as armor bearers for preachers in the Bible. Ain't no such thing. So why is it that you get that you are a preacher having someone serve you? When the scripture plainly tells us that, that, that the one who wants to be great, let him be servant of all. So, so, so here it is, damn preacher. You start carrying somebody's water. You start carrying their Bible. You, you, you start doing what you expect for someone else to do. You know what I'm saying? You, we got all these so-called so -called servers and, 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 and these assemblies who won't even pick up a broom to superflow. Or you'll pick up a broom to try to show someone you're doing it to try to get some kind of accolades. It don't cut in the kingdom of the Most High God. You still false. And because of the laziness of these so-called pastors and so-called apostles and so-called prophets, the people have become lazy. And now we think we can get blessed by giving money. We don't have an understanding of the false authority. Giving money don't make you blessed. If that's the case, I should be a millionaire by now. Because I've given so-called pastors a lot of money. Think I'm going to get blessed by giving this pastor all this money. And my motive was in the right place. And I did what I did because I believed what that man or that so-called woman of y'all was saying. But in reality, they was lying to us. They weren't telling you the truth. Giving money is not going to make you blessed. I don't care how much you give to that, to, to that assembly on that altar. You got to be obedient to the word of the most high above all things. So guess what? If you got a, a, a so-called woman or a man of Yah who don't even honor the Sabbath, why would you follow them? And why would you sit there and listen to them tell you a lie and not even maybe go to the scripture to show you what they're talking about when you ask them why don't they follow the Sabbath? Because there's no woman or man in, in, in the world who can go in the scripture and show you where it changed it. The Most High don't change his word up. If the word of the Most High says the Sabbath is perpetual, that means it's ongoing. It's never ending. So if you have someone who does not under the Sabbath, then guess what? They don't know the Most High Yah. I heard a man. I had a, I, 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 I might name his name if y'all tell me to, but I had a man who so-called, when we began to start our ministry uh, uh, nine or ten years ago, who told me, because he called me on the phone, this so-called pastor who loved y'all, who's an apostle, who used to be a bishop, who prophesies, and, and, and y'all always hearing him, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 you're always giving him a word to tell somebody, but that same man, you know, called me one day and, 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 and made me make a decision, made me make a choice he, he, he said, what you going to do? You going to either, you know, honor the Sabbath or you going to do a Sunday. And when I told that man, we're going to obey the most high and we're going to honor the Sabbath, that man stopped talking to me from that day forward and that man told a lie. He said that the most high told him to honor Sunday as, 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 as his Sabbath. That's against the word of Yah. And the most high will never, ever go against his word. And clearly that man does not have an understanding of the scripture to make that statement. But guess what? This is going to show the people that mess assembly how bad it is and how sad it is that those people are just, just as ignorant as that leader. And they think they're having nice clothes on or, or ha having, you know, saying the nice hats. And they think they're having a fat pocket. They think having a nice car or a nice, you know, saying house. They think that makes them blessed. 
but that does not make you blessed. Your obedience. You walking in the ways of Yah. You deny your own self-interest and doing what Yah says. That's what makes you blessed. And you can't be trying to focus on what somebody else is going to think. So if you want, if, if you want to know why you're not experiencing miracles, if you want to know why things are not happening in your life, check out how your lifestyle is for real. Check out are you willing to give up those things that so please your flesh in order to follow Yah. You know, I'm reminded of the parable of a young rich ruler who came to Yahushua. And he was asking him, what must he do to inherit eternal life? And, 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 and then he began to, they began to talk, and Yahushua was telling him about the Torah. And the man said, you know, I've done all this you know, from my birth. And then it says that Yahushua, look at him loving him. Mm -hmm. says, one thing you lack, go sell all that you have and come follow me. And I'm pretty sure that many of us are like that. The other thing is that, that we live in a different time. But when, when, you, when, when the Messiah tells you to stop eating lobster, stop eating crab, stop eating shrimp, stop eating snail, stop eating uh, uh, pork, guess what? You walk away greedy. When Mashiach tells you, stop doing Christmas, stop doing Thanksgiving, stop doing Easter, you know, stop doing uh, all these pagan holidays, many of us walk away greed. Why? Because we're not willing to give up those things in order to obtain the kingdom. you got to be willing to give up all in order to follow him. And it's so sad that we all say we love Yah, but we don't have an understanding that if we don't walk by faith, we can't love Yah. Walk by faith. Not by sight. Yeah. What about faith? What is faith? Faith is an obedient response to the word of Yah. That when the Most High speaks, we ought to do what he says in spite of how we feel, in spite of how it looks. We have to obey the will of Yah. Hallelujah. And we can't obey the will of Yah that we don't have an understanding of Yah's authority. Hallelujah. So uh, Matthew 26 Verses 38 uh, and 39 says this uh, from Yahushua when he says this right here. Um, uh, Matthew 26, 30, 39 says this. says, Then said he unto them, Who is he? Mashiach, Yahushua, talking to his Talmudim, three of his, his disciples uh, that he brought with him, Peter, Jason, and John, because he left the other eight in the back, and Judas had, had back so that he wouldn't go betray him. And he tells them this in Matthew 26. Verse 30 39. Then said he unto them, My soul, my knees fetch. That, that, that birth of life that the most high breathed into the to, to man. And man became a living soul. Your heart. Your soul is your heart. Mm -hmm. Your soul is your intellect. Your, the seat of your emotions. What you think, how you feel, what you want. He said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Mm -hmm. And he asked his Talmudin, he says, y'all tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further. He fell on his face and prayed, saying, oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. This is the Messiah himself. He's, he's praying to Yah. And he's praying to Yah, asking Yah to let this cup pass from him. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, it wasn't his will, but, it was, but he was saying, not my will, but let your will be done. So the Apostle Paul comes back and tells us this. It said, for consider him, in Hebrews 12 and 3, consider him, Messiah, the one who we just read about, and Matthew, who said, if it's at it all possible, let's just come pass from me. And we saw him, we saw him having to, say, to know that it was the will of the Father for the cup not to pass. It was the will of the Father for him to get beat. It was Yah's will. It was Yah's will for them thoughts to be on his head. It was Yah's will. No matter how he liked it, no matter how he felt about it, 
No matter how much the came across his mind, he didn't want to do it. It was y'all's will for him to stay there. And so uh, Hebrews 12, 3 says this, For consider him, Yahushua, that endured such contradiction against him as himself. Unless you be weary and faint in your minds. Because you have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. So, so, so guess what? If the Messiah himself was willing to die for his father, why are we not willing to give up food? You mean to tell me it's easy to die than to give up pork ribs? No. <laughs> or it's easy to die, you know, than, 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 than to give up um, uh, a lobster? Oh, so it's easy for you to die than to stop celebrating Christmas. It's harder for us to stop doing Christmas than to die. Wow. I didn't know we were that strong. <laughs> because that's the faith walk the Mashiach was walking. Wow. That he didn't want to give that, 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 he said he said his, his his soul is heavy. He said, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. My mind, I'm going through something. Because I know that I gotta get ready to give his life up. And he prayed because maybe he didn't want to do it like that. But he came to an understanding that he said to his father, nevertheless. And of course, maybe we do have to go through some things before that nevertheless can come into our life. But guess what? It needs to be getting there. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, not my will. Even though I like to have the barbecue sauce Round the side of my lips in them ribs. Nevertheless, not my will. Even though I like Christmas and the nostalgia, <coughs> and I like Uncle Bubba them come across on Christmas and, and they want to come together and sing the Temptations, you know, a Saturday night. But nevertheless, yeah, I know all Sunday, all my life, all Sunday, I've been going to, to, to church and I've been doing Christianity and I've been doing chuck or treat and I've been, you know, listening to the pastor about the prosperity gospel and I've been listening to, to and I've been seeing Gay Walter up there in the choir and I've been going on with it all my life. But nevertheless now, not my will, because now I want to be able to experience Yah. I want to be able to experience the Father. I want to be able to experience what, the, what, what, what they're saying, the Bible is saying, I can have. I want to be able to experience what the Bible is saying, I can have. But I know I'm not going to ever be able to experience what the Bible says I can have if I don't walk in obedience like the Bible says I should walk. Mm. So then therefore I got to be ready to give things up, give things up that, I, that even I think I love. In this case, it's the Mashiach giving his life up. And he's the first fruit. He's the one that resurrected. He's the one that has life for obeying Yah. And so then we should follow that pattern. And if you can't follow that pattern, it don't matter what you say, you don't love Yah. You can't love Yah being disobedient. It don't matter what we say, we 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 we, we ready to fight, folks. Try to tell me we don't love, we love the most high. We ready to whoop him. You can't tell me who I love. He knew my heart. But you won't even give up the simple things in here in life. You can't love him. Because he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you're a Christian, you don't even follow the law. You don't love y'all. Because Christianity tells you, you don't have to follow Torah. Christianity tells you that you're no longer under the curse of the law. So, 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 so we think that if we don't follow, if we don't follow y'all, excuse me, we, we say, well, I love y'all. You can't love Yah if you don't follow Torah. Because he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. But we so doggone naive and gullible, we like Cliff O'Dollar and T.D. Jakes, or, oh, excuse me, our local preachers. Huntsville, Alabama preachers. Manor Hill preachers <laughs> over here in the South Huntsville. All y'all, Whiteburn Baptists, the one in Manor Hills, Emmanuel Church, uh, and all y'all other churches, all y'all love Yah, but you won't even under the Sabbath. How is that possible when, when, 
when he said in Exodus, that, that, that Exodus 12, that, that this is a perpetual covenant. But you would rather do Easter because you love the people and you love money more than you love y'all. You got the same kind of mind Saul had. Well, then guess what? Don't get rejected like, like Saul got rejected because the folks persuaded you. See, this is real life. So I don't care what you're being offended at me and being mad. The reality is, people's souls are at stake. Mm -hmm. And why we got to continue to allow these people to die from drug addiction or, 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 or poverty or domestic violence because we can't get past ourselves. We want our pockets big. We want to go full-time ministry and let folks take care of us. How about going full-time, starting you a business and take care of folk? Right. Start you a business. Supply jobs. Start you a business. Feed people. Start you a business to get them off on the Sabbath and the feast days so they can learn how to obey y'all by that principle. Instead of keeping folks bound because you want to make your pockets rich. Because you want to become famous. Because we think that being a great man of the most high is having a crowd. When Mashiach said to be great is to be a servant. But we want somebody to come paint our head with the napkin. We want them to somebody, somebody to come and give us our, our pour our drink and our water. We will hold our pinky out in the champagne glass. <laughs> because we don't have a true understanding of the Father's authority. Matthew 26, 6, 3, and 6, 4 says this. But Yahushua held his peace. And the high priest answered and said to him, I adjure you. But I live in hell. Now, 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 now here. And then I miss how the devil trying to, try to deceive us like at times. I drew you out of living hell that you tell us whether you be Hamashiach, the son of Elohim. Mm. Mm. And Yahushua said unto him, You have said it. Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter you shall see the son of Adam, or the son of man, sitting down at the right hand of power and coming in the clouds. Of heaven. Why? Because I'm going to go ahead and go through this thing. You see, see, see right, right now, y'all think y'all got me bound. And right now, you think you, think, you, think you got me suffering. You think you, 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 think you have me uh, defeated by, by, by whooping me and, and breaking me from judgment hall to judgment hall. You think you have me whooped. But in reality, I'm walking by faith. So I ain't caught up on my circumstances. This is the will of y'all. So you can adjure me about a living hell to tell you who I am or not. But guess what? What you're going to really see is me sitting in the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Why? Because you're going to see me walking in righteousness. You're going to see me walking in faith, obedience. Because I fully understand the authority of my father. I understand that even though I'm getting whooped, I, I, I done been beat across my back, and it did hurt, it was still a will of my father. So even though it did hurt, thank you anyway, y'all. Hallelujah. Praise you for that. I, I, even though they slapped me and hit me in the face and, and they thought it hurt, thank you, y'all. Because I'm walking by faith when the scriptures really tell me that, that, that it pleased you to bruise me. And I'm walking by faith because the word says, by, 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 my, by my strife, they're healed. So I'm seeing the word of y'all coming to pass in my life. And even though it's terrible or it's tough right now, I'm walking by faith. And I, it's, it's, it's only tough in the natural. It's only tough. To my to, 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 to my to my corner mindset. But I got I, I got relatives that ain't made it here yet. And I got relatives that's been here who I knew that they was gonna drop the ball. And I knew they was gonna sin against y'all. So I'm dying for my relatives. My relative that was a child molester, I'm dying for it. My relative that was abusive, a drug addiction, I'm dying for it. Why? So they can stop being a child molester. Stop being the drug addict. Stop being in poverty. Stop being bound in your mind. I'm going to give my life on your behalf so that you can come to me and I can bring you back to Yah. He can put you back where you're supposed to be at. See, we don't even don't want to get that understanding. We want to be a so-called Christian. The Bible don't tell you to be no Christian. Stop claiming that title. Stop claiming titles you've never read in the Bible for the Bible to tell you to be. It's going to be a set apart nation, a peculiar people. It's going to be a son of Yah. Tell you to want to be the righteous of Yah. It's going to be those things. Yes. Those things work better.
Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Affirmation. Affirmation is the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. And the Most High will affirm us when we walk in, 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 in obedience. And he'll also give us emotional support or encouragement. So the Most High will affirm us and give us emotional support or encouragement if we walk and do what he says. He will speak his word over our life. He'll affirm us. The Most High gave Mashiach this command. We saw John uh, speak about it when John said, the, the, the Father said, Who you see the Ruach the laid upon the step on? That's him. And we saw Yahushua say, He saw the Ruach fall upon him. And he heard Yah say, He's his son. While John had already heard, heard Yah say, When well, the Spirit laid upon him, who he is. No. The Father affirms through his word, through our obedience. So when we look at John 3, excuse me, Matthew 3, 16, 17, it says this. But and Yahushua, when he was immersed, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Ruach Yahuwah descending like a dove and lighting up on him. Mm -hmm. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my Yahid, my dearly beloved, and whom I am well pleased. Now, how many of us want the, the Father to, to say something like that about us? Because he will honor through your obedience. Why would you want the Father to be pleased with you while you being bad? How many parents ever gave their children gifts and, and money for, 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 for stealing? How many fathers and mothers ever bought their children a brand new car for just cussing them out. But you can cuss me out, boy. I'm going to get you a Tesla. Because you real. <laughs> <laughs> Not real. I remember one time when I was a kid. I was 18 years old. And my mama had said something to me. I was in my grandmama's house. In the basement. Well, excuse me, not the basement. Downstairs. My, it was basement. Front of the downstairs, but my grandma house was in the basement. And I cussed. My mama them out hmm. under my breath. I said, if all y'all, under my breath. So I know I heard it, but somehow she heard it. <laughs> and when she came in the house, she didn't come give me no keys to no car. She didn't give me no money either. She had her hand open. <laughs> but all they did was slap me on the my mouth. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't bless me. <laughs> what you say? Nothing? None, none. So the, the father, the father does not reward uh, those for disobedience. He reward those for obedience. So my advice as well for us to get a, a, a good understanding of the father. Read your Bible. Stop going along with what somebody's telling you. Read what. The scriptures say so that you can have victory in your life instead of you trying to wonder what's going on, what, what about this the reason why you had no victory in your life and you want to know what, what happened to the miracles because you ain't doing right the most high honors faith and only faith when you look at the scriptures where everybody that was healed by the Messiah it was according to faith they were just crying out, laying hands on us. They still had to have faith. It still was something on their part. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah, he healed her, but guess what? She had to press her way. Yeah, she the, the stench stopped, but she had to press her way. Bent down, feeling weak, feeling hurt, feeling pain, smelling stinky, whatever the, what was going on. She lost blood. When blood, blood don't have no good odor. She might have been talked about trying to get to the crowd. She did not let that stop her. Ooh, y'all smell that? Hmm, something stink. Who we smell that? We stopped when somebody said something. Who? Who? Me? It ain't me. We want to try to get away, separate ourselves, and move back because we want to talking about us. We don't want to be the one that stink. Let me tell you something. When it comes to, for your breakthrough, when it comes to you getting delivered, you 
Go ahead and stank me. Let them talk about you being stanky. Let them say, ooh, they stank. But guess what? You can still press your way through stanky. Lean over, foot feeling weak, feeling like you can't make it, but keep still keeping your mind there focused. If I could just touch the hem of that garment, if I could just touch that zeep zeep. Because she understood Numbers 15, how the zeep zeep, you know, can, can keep you from going astray. How the zeep zeep can bring healing in the commandments. She understand the word, how it says there's healing in his wings. So she had to press her way through in spite of the opposition. And we got to have that same kind of mentality that no matter what goes our way, no matter what's coming our way, we are still going to press our way because we understand the authority of the Father that if I got faith and I walk in that obedience, if I get to that place he tell me to get to, I shall receive what he says I'm going to receive. In her case, it was healing. And the man who, whose son uh, was having those seizures in Mark 3, it was his unbelief that the Most High wanted to check. Proud of walking around like many of us, religious minded. Religious minded, but still with big problems. Religious minded, but still with no breakthrough. Religious, believing in Yah, but still living defeated. Because you know how many more, you, you know how many folks are like that same man who going to get prayer but still seeing no breakthrough, mm -hmm. who's going to get deliverance but still seeing no breakthrough, and instead of them acknowledging their own problems, their own shortcomings, they blaming the preachers. You why can't your disciples cast the devil out? You want to blame everybody else for not solving your problem instead of looking at yourself. So when they come to Mashiach and he, and he says, uh, you know, um. What's going on? Well, you know, uh, Master, you know, you know, I brought my son. Cause he, when the, when the Messiah asked the crowd, because he, he, because it, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the, the disciples that the problem came through. It was the crowd. It was the scribes. It was that man. They the ones that had no faith. They the ones who brought that his son to the Talmudim. So he come down there. He said, well, "What's happening then? What's going on?" Well, you know, I brought my son, the man speaks up. I brought my son to your disciples, and they, you know, they couldn't catch the devil out of him. But Simon said, oh, you, he talked to the people. How long should I put him with y'all? Because y'all the ones don't have no faith, little faith people. Mm -hmm. Oh, y'all the little faith. How long should I put up with y'all? Because you don't believe. Religious-minded people. You come and you get in prayer, but you don't believe what you get prayed about. You come with the lyrics, but you don't have no faith to be able to walk out where you are because you don't live what you're talking about for real. You put the show on. You the Mr. Showstopper. You the great illusionist. You the one that's showing everybody, you know, uh, what you're dealing with, but you really don't have nothing to do with for real. So while Mashiach walked with the man, the man's son began to have, you know, a, a, a seizure. He began to have a problem right then. While Mashiach was talking to his father. And now, let's see what you got. Because now, when, 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 when the boy starts flipping, you don't, you, don't, you don't read a Messiah turning to the boy and talk, get up, come out of it. None of that. You, you see Messiah let the boy keep having that seizure. He turned to the father and asked how long he been going through this. And the father said, you know, all this life. It's throwing air, all kind of stuff. And then he said, he, he said, well, you know, help us if you will. You know, you can do it, please. And Mashiach asked, what, what, what you mean, uh, if, if possible? You know, because see, the, 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 the thing is, the confidence, what, the, the, the confidence problem, the faith problem was not in the Messiah. It was in that, in that man. The word is equipped. The word is full. The word has everything you need to be delivered. The word has all the breakthrough for you. The word is the one that's going to get you to the Father. But it's you who got to check yourself first so you're going to see what the word is trying to give to you and say to you and give to you. But many of us, we don't want to hear the word. We don't want to deal with the word. We don't want to acknowledge the word for real. We want to just be religious. So when he says, you know, uh, you can hear him if you, if you will, if you, don't, if you will, please. What you, what, you, what you mean, please? What, what, what you mean, I will? All things are possible to those who believe, to him that believes. Hallelujah. Yeah, well, man, it's impossible. And the man had to come clean. 
the man had to tell the truth. He says, you know, I believe, but help my unbelief. I really don't believe you can do this. Because it's going on so much. I'm seeing it so much. I'm experiencing so much. It's happening right now. I believe you can do it, but I don't believe you can do it. Help my unbelief. Why? Because my son is having a seizure right now as we speak. How can you help me while he's doing it? Help my unbelief. And many of us are the same way. We're hearing, but we don't believe. We don't believe because if we did, we would walk away. Yeah, I'm going to go there. If we did, we walk, we walk away. We wouldn't quit. We'll persevere. We'll stand on that word that was spoken to us from the Father. If we really did believe and praise the Most High, and that man became honest mm -hmm. and admitted what he was. So Mashiach delivered his son. And he delivered his son before the crowd got there. He delivered his son based on him and him talking, him and him relationship, him and him focusing on each other, not him letting them get involved. See, I, and, and you know what, 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 what or listen, from that I learned from that is we got to kind of push the crowd back, get past all the folk if we really want to be at the place or in the place that y'all wants us to be. If that means losing people, then let that be what it is then. Because we should, we, we, if, if, if we're going to say we're desperate for the Father, then we need to start doing desperate things. You know how many folks get desperate when they need help? You, you, you got people who are knocking on somebody's door in the rain asking for help when they're desperate. You got folks who follow their pride, take their hand off them, and, and, and ask for help. But you know what? Many of us won't even humble ourselves to the Father and get help and walk from people to receive their help because we're not desperate enough. We, we haven't got to the point that, you know what, it don't matter what nobody say yet. No, it ain't get to that point for many people because if, 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 if it did not matter what anybody said, you would not be in the same place you were last year and you would not still be defeated if it didn't matter. If it matter what y'all said, you are step out in faith and you won't be afraid to lose things because I'm going to tell you something to obey y'all you will lose a lot of stuff in this world you will lose but you are gaining back mm -hmm. you are gaining back but you will lose a lot friends you will even lose you, you know I, 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 had, I, I had a career one time I thought I had arrived mm -hmm. man I thought I, 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 I want to knock on my street you know my, 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 my neighbor though and see whose last name was Jones so I can live like them. Joneses. <laughs> Point intended. <laughs> you know, try to keep up with them. I thought I had arrived. No. The same career, the same job. I had to lose that job. And I lost it because I wanted to keep the feast. I declared, I, I thought the feast of y'all was much more important than the work, than the going to work. On those days, my job denied me to go to do to, to keep those days. But the Most High's word was much more important than that, and so my job fired me for not coming to work. Never been rolled up on the job. Never been in trouble. Made president club like employee of the year and was fired, and have not skipped the beats yet. And that was in. October. This is March. And our business is thriving because we walk by faith obeying Yah. So I'm telling you from experience now I can say this, that if you obey Yah and just step out there in spite of what it looks like, in spite of how it feels, in spite of what someone says, he will back you up because you understand the authority that he carries. Hebrews 12 2 through 7 says this. <clears throat> Look unto Yahushua, the author and the finisher of our faith or belief, <clears throat> who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the stake, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of Yahuwah. Look unto Yahushua, who's the author, the initiator, the, 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 the beginner, you know, uh, of our trust, of our belief, our faith, you know, and the ender, the completer, the finisher of that. We, we, we all in him. Who for the joy, it was a joy that was set before him to endure that state. 
He was despised and shame. He wasn't caring about what people were saying about him. He said, well, let him save himself. I thought he was this. I thought he was that. Let him come down and save himself. You know, he let his curse be on us, not keys. You know, said all that stuff. He wasn't caring about none of that stuff. He was still on the stake. Because he was doing his father's will in spite of people. So, so it, 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 and because of that, he is set down at the right hand of the throne of Yah. He, he's able to be seated in the power of Yah all because of his obedience to Yah. So imagine where you can sit at through your obedience. Where the Most High will put you. What he'll do for your life. How he'll walk, walk it out for you. For the word also says, for consider him, Yahushua that endured such contradiction of sins against himself. Consider him, what he went through, what he did, how he endured, unless you get weary and faint in your minds. Because you have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. And you have forgotten, listen, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as in children. My son despise not the chastising of Yahuwah, nor faint when you are corrected by him. Don't despise that. They're going through, they're going through those trials of your faith. That's y'all chastising you. No, y'all doesn't chastise you for a trial of your faith because you've done something wrong. He chastises you for your faith because he's lining you up, putting you in a position so you can overcome. You correct it so you can do make the right decisions. Chastising from y'all is for your profit. It's a good thing for us to be chastised by y'all. It's a good thing for Yah to rebuke us, to correct us. The word says correct, rebuke a wise man, and he'll love you. You know how many fools we got around these days? And the truth, a lot of them, because Hebrews, y'all can't take correction. about the stiff-necked people. You fools, because a fool despises wisdom and instruction. Rebuke a wise man, and he'll love you. Someone wants something to you. I say, you talking to me. Check your tone. What? Grow up. Because we do those things and say those things because we don't want to hear what's really being said to us. And that's our little way of escape. Our little excuse was how you saying it. Get, no, that's your flesh. Religion showed you that. You can't show me in the Bible the prophets coming and somebody talking all soft hard soft spoken to you. Get on past that. Well, you know, the prophets came out cursing a lot of them. Woe unto you. Y'all going in captivity. You are whores. Ezekiel, Isaiah, Jeremiah. They weren't, they weren't coming, talking to him, you know, um, you know, soft tones, calling no whore. You a whore. When I find you, you're drowning in your own blood. I pick you up clean, y'all put earrings on you. No. He was bringing correction, lining them up, getting them back in order. Why? Because they was going astray. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got waiting the most highest timing. It wasn't, it wasn't, his, it wasn't his timing yet, because it was his timing. It would have worked out. You came wrong. No, you still wrong on that as well. The prophets went a lot of times to Israel. Israel was done over here. They didn't they want to hear. And they went into captivity. So whose timing was it? It was Yah's timing for that prophet to come to listen. They the ones who missed Yah's timing by not listening. They the ones who went into captivity. But we, use, we, we, we do and say all this stuff to remain in a place that's killing us. Why would you want to continue to have an excuse to stay bound? Why would you want to continue to have an excuse to stay in bondage? Why would you allow pride to be that subtle to deceive you? That you can't get to what y'all have for you because you focus on the wrong thing. Instead of listening and having the sermon to know when y'all is really speaking, since we say we have relationship. Because he said in his word, my sheep know my voice. So when someone comes to you with the word of Yah to you, or someone comes to you in the spirit of Yah, and you have the sermon, why would you get offended? Because you're not discerning. You're in a carnal mindset. And you don't, don't understand Yah's authority. And they ain't always say, thus says Yah, to get the point across. Mm -hmm. But we're so doggone lacking 
in, 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 in relationship with the Most High Yah and so called in, in religion that we can't see the Yah, see the Father Yah trying to get us back to this place to wake us up. He's begging you, like the come back to me. Turn from that. Leave that religion. Leave tradition. Leave Christianity. Leave Islam. Leave religion. Come back to Yah's Torah. Come back to the truth. Begin to honor the Sabbath. Begin to keep the feast. Begin to live a set apart life for Yah. Begin to do His will. Leave religion. And most folks don't want to step out because they don't want nobody mad at them. They don't want their mama mad at them. They don't want their daddy mad at them. They don't want their cousins mad at them. You get mad at me, I don't care. I'm going to obey y'all. Because your mama, nor your daddy, nor your cousins don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. And your mama or your daddy, they are not in control of the first resurrection or the second or the most high years. And if you recommend the second resurrection, we'll holler at you later because you ain't coming with us. It's time for us to really get things right. For us to really wake up, Israel. Let's come together as a people and begin to pray to the Father so he can come and get us out of this mess. Wake yourselves up. And let's live a set-apart life for the Father. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Praise God. This is a short lesson today, huh? Romans 12. You know, we've been hearing everybody say this. Uh, you know, you know you, I, want, I want to be a, a living sacrifice. David made songs about it. But they ain't read verse 3. What's the whole chapter say? Because Paul is telling them, I'm begging you, I implore you, I beseech you. Brethren, therefore, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the Hasid, the grace, the mercies of Yah, that you present your body a living sacrifice set apart. A living sacrifice. A sacrifice, guess what? The sacrifices, the Ola brought Shalom. The Mikha was a Thanksgiving offering. The tribute, the Hata'at was a sin offering. Present your bodies as that. Bring Shalom. Have Shalom when you're going to Yah. Be thankful. Let, be have forgiven. Set yourself apart. You cannot be set apart doing what the world does. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Yah, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, set apart, acceptable to Yah, which is your reasonable service. But you know what? When the adversary lie to you and tell you you ain't got to follow Torah, you have no idea what a sacrifice is, huh? And be not conformed to this world. You know, I've been hearing folks say this, you know, well, you know, this, this ain't no works religion. When folks try to tell you follow Torah, this ain't no works religion. They try to make you work your way into, in, 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 into heaven or work salvation. They're lying. If somebody's telling you that, tell them to prove it to you. They're lying. Following Torah has nothing to do with works. You are saved by faith. Everybody on the planet, Abraham, was saved by his faith. He cried to the Father from his faith. The scripture plainly says the faith of Abraham. But when Abraham was saved by his faith, the Most High told Isaac, while he was blessing Isaac, Abraham obeyed his statutes, his commandments, his Torah, his teachings. So his teachings Brought his faith brought him close to Yah. And then Yah started teaching him with his Torah. So it's not a faith thing. It's the same pattern for us. We are saved. We receive Yahushua as our Passover lamb. Not our Easter egg hunter. Not our Easter lamb. As our Passover lamb. And Yahushua reconciles us back to Yah. That's done by faith. Like he told Nicodemus in John 3, as Moses lifted up the serpent, the serpent in the wilderness. You know what the problem is? That many folks are walking around the sea thinking that praising and worshiping Yah is lifting Yah up. And that's not. Praising Yah and worshiping Yah is not at all lifting up Yah. Messiah was talking about him being on that stake. And us having faith in him to live and not die. 
That's what saves us. And once we're saved by Yah, and Yah brings us into this renewed covenant, and He fills us with His precious Holy Spirit or His real Hakodesh, He leads and guides us into truth and convicts us of sin. Well, then what is truth? Yah's Torah. What is sin? Violation of Yah's Torah. So guess what? You gotta follow the Torah. It's not a worse relationship. You, it's faith to get you back to Yah's teachings. But when you don't understand his authority, you say foolish phrases like that and make folks walk in sin all because you want to tell them the Messiah redeemed you from the curse of the law. Bring it out of context. The curse of the law is death. Not Yah's Torah. How can you call Yah perfect? How can you say Yah doesn't change? How can you say Yah is all knowing when Yah got to change his Torah and tell you to follow something else because he made a mistake? How foolish of you to have that kind of mentality? Why would Yah tell you don't follow something that was wrong when he the one that wrote it? It don't even make no sense for real. Because Christianity lied to you. Your so-called church fathers lied to you. Your slave masters lie to you. And some of these pastors on Sunday, some of them are ignorant, but some of them are still lying to you. All of them. Some of them just do it out of ignorance. Because you can't have faith not walking in obedience. No, it don't work like that. There might be a tough man. There might be a big thick steak. Cut down the small pieces then. So you can bite it and chew it up then. Put that milk down that's giving you gas and making you spiritual lactose intolerant. Here you are walking around spiritually farting and sticking around folks because you can't have that milk in your stomach no more. And start eating some real food that's going to give you some substance to help you to have some strength to be able to endure. Because we got to be following Yah's Torah. And be you not conformed to this world. Or the ways of the world. It's, a, it's amazing how all these assemblies uh, of churches are trying to make the church like corporate America. When must I tell you to do that? Why don't you just be led by his spirit? Hallelujah. And do how he requires for you to do. If Daniel had an excellent spirit, he wasn't doing what he was doing off Nebuchadnezzar's dim system. Mm. He was being led by Yah. Yah shined this thing up. Romans 12 and 2 says this, and be not conformed to this world. The way the world, because the church does that. They be in there, you know what I'm saying? Well, they be, they're going to be, they're gonna be up there. Now, praise the worship like that, man. Now, because you see that all these so-called fads be in these churches, and nobody has no deliverance in their life yet. True. Which is horrible. Yeah. But we want to come to somebody who can't help us. Yeah. Come on now, let's be for real. If the Bible is true, try it out for real. Read your Bible for yourself. Open your Bible and read for yourself. Hallelujah. And then if you can't understand, get someone to help you who you know is sound in the scriptures and not religious in the mind. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye, what? Transformed. Changed. Or repentive. By the renewing of your mind, changing your mind, having a different mindset, that you may prove what is that good and perfect. That word "perfect" is, is equivalent to the Hebrew word "talmin," means to be made complete or whole, not sinless. Means to be made complete. Telios means to be made complete or whole. The complete will of Yah. So, 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 uh, uh, so, 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 but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and the complete will of Yah. For I say through the Hussein, the loving kindness, the grace, the super mercy, what I should have been consumed, but I wasn't. Going around killing people, you know, going around killing people, holding that coat while Stephen was getting stoned, and on my way to go kill other Christians, and then, you know, other believers, not Christians, other believers, and then the Most High knocked me off my beast, humbled me down, taught me different, 
So now for I say through the Hosea, through the grace, through the loving kindness, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Because that becomes a problem. We think we're in a place that we're not, and we wind up falling hard because we don't walk in humility. We wind up falling hard because we think we're somewhere that we're not, we become independent and not dependent upon y'all yard, yard no more. We start doing things that we should not do. We start walking outside of faith when we do like that. And we can't have that kind of mentality. So he says to, to, to not think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. According as Yah have dealt to every man the measure of what? Faith. faith. To believe what he says and to act out on it. Then he begins to give all these examples about, you know, the members of one body. And then you're going to prophesy, you do it to the proportion of faith. Your ministry, wait on your ministry. Your teaching on your teaching. Exhorting on exhorting. Ruling on ruling. Diligent on diligent. Show chivalrous. But you do this all by faith. You let love be without simulation. Abhorrent that which is evil. Treat that which is good by what? Faith. Be kindly and affectionate one to another. Rebellion love and honor preferring one another. Faith. Because faith is just simply an active, obedient response to the word of the Most High. And we obtain faith from what? Hearing. Hearing y'all speak. Hearing y'all's word. We get to know these things. Let me show you all why the adversary is deceiving you. Because he don't want you to know what your true lifeline is. You, many of us think our true lifeline is in the money. We think our true lifeline is in the crowd. Your true lifeline is the word of Yah. In the 40 years, in the wilderness, the Most High fed them his word. These preachers read the scripture out of context and come out angel food. <laughs> Some kind of bread. Mashiach See, he's the bread from heaven. The Messiah is the word of Yah. That he's trying to feed to the people. Deuteronomy 8 verse 3 says this. And he humbled you. He humbled thee. And suffered thee to hunger. He fed you with manna. Manna is, a is not a name. Manna is not a name of the bread. Manna is a question. And I'm going to read this out and I'm going to go back to you and show you what it means. It said, He fed you with, fed you with manna, which thou knewest not. You know what it was. Which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know. The word manna is the Hebrew word mind who, which means what is it? Literally, what? It don't say figuratively. It means literally, what is that? Where are those? <laughs> what is that? What is, so to speak, that is manna, so-called, from the question about. So what did y'all feed them? It says this, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee to know, that man doeth not live by bread only. But by every word that proceed out of the mouth of Yah, do a man live. So when the Most High gave them manna and quail, the quail, he gave them his word and he gave them meat. He gave them his word first. They was not satisfied with his word. They complained and he gave them meat. Look at us in the flesh. But he fed them and allowed them to live them 40 years Based on his word, period. So when the adversary came to Yahushua and tells Yahushua, turn his stones to bread, Yahushua knew that if I don't have no food on the inside of me, I'm living right now, going to live in the future, and been living so far based on Yah's word. I ain't got to change this thing. Even though I'm hungry for these past 40 days, I've been in the wilderness, he can still feed me. Because I live on Yah's word only. But man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds 
out of the mouth of Yah. But the adversary want to tell you, you ain't got to follow Torah. And when you don't follow Torah, you don't know that's how you live. You don't know that's how you sustain. You think it's giving money. You think if you give $20, you think if you give $100, he's going to bless you. You live by Yah's word. You want to be blessed financially, then give what you got away. Go help somebody. Go help people without having a hidden motive. Go help people. Help someone somebody's life. Help somebody learn something. Help somebody learn a trade. Help somebody know how to budget their money. Help somebody get a house, a job, a car. Go help people without expecting anything back. Just go help them out of the love of your heart for y'all. And when it comes down to time for you, here's supply your need too if your motive is right. It ain't about you giving no money in no church. Help somebody. Go help those, those orphans. Ooh, widows and orphans. We got all kind of kids in our communities. In our low-income housing communities. In our projects. In our low-income neighborhoods who need a father figure. All kind of kids need a father figure. And the boys club and the girls club ain't helping them. And the penitentiary is getting them. The graveyards is getting them. Drug addiction is getting them. You want to go help somebody? Go to the hood and help that young man and that young woman who don't have a father and help them have a better way of life. Bring them out of the hood. Let them begin to see life. Teach them how to do agriculture, how to plant a garden, how to fish, how to, how to be productive. Teach them, show them true love. This love, when you show somebody, they can be something, they can do something, they can help. Do it like that. They'll turn our backs on folks. Teach them how to be free in the Mashiach because the Father wants to love our neighbors. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Until we get it right, we're going to still be here. Until we get it right and stop showing the vision, I must want to know that we're going to still be here. Start coming together. Start helping folks. Let's walk in the Father's authority. Don't you know, united, blessed, we're, we're blessed by coming together in unity. It's a commanded blessing from Yah when brethren dwell together in unity. Then Yah commands the blessing. He describes it as, as dew going down upon the, from Aaron's beard upon his skirts. Aaron was the high priest who carried the word of Yah. And the dew, the, the, the anointing, flowed down. That's how beautiful unity is. Because there y'all commands the blessing. And you wonder why things are not happening right? Because maybe we're not unified like we should be. Because we don't understand the Father's authority. We begin to walk in righteousness. Walk in obedience. Live a set-apart life. Our next message starting next week, if y'all is willing, will be talking about understanding the Father's authority. And we're going to start dealing with being set apart. So we can learn how to line ourselves up. To do his will. Hallelujah. So Almighty God, we thank you. We magnify you. We Baruch your Kodesh name for you are our strength and our salvation. Excuse me, we love you, y'all. Please, Almighty, forgive us for walking in a lack of faith. Forgive us for not doing what we're supposed to do. Forgive us for making a show and a mockery out of your word. Forgive us for playing around, Almighty. Afraid to stand for the truth because we don't want to offend people, because we don't want to make enemies. Forgive us for being cowards, for, for fearing man above you. Please forgive us. Help us to begin to walk and live a righteous life. Walk in your ways, do your will, to get a clear, good understanding of your authority so we can please you how you desire to be pleased. We love you, y'all. And we ask you to forgive us of all our sins. We ask you to protect us, rely on us up, and help us to get things right, to begin to do what you have commanded for us to do. Help us to open up the scripture and begin to read the scripture. And we're praying, asking you, lead us with your Holy Spirit. You said in your word through Yahushua that the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, will convict us of sin and lead and guide us into all truth. Almighty, dispel the adversary's lie. He has spoken through some of these people to think speaking in tongues is a sign of the Holy Spirit when it's not. But it's conviction by living what's right. If you don't honor the Sabbath by speaking tongues, you don't have the Holy Spirit, according to Yah's word, because... The Holy Spirit leading God us to all truth. Convicts us of sin. So I pray, open our eyes, wake us up. 
We've all fell short. We've all sinned. We've all messed up. We've all dropped the ball. Help us to get on track to turn from that and to begin to walk righteously and live a set apart life from your perspective to please you. We thank you. We just magnify you, Almighty. In Yahushua Hamashiach's name, we praise you. Hallelujah. Praise Hallelujah. you. Hold on for you. Um, let me say this. Um, the, the church lied to us. Made us think that you, you got to speak in tongues as an evidence mm -hmm. of having the Holy Spirit. And the Bible doesn't say that. When we, when we read the, the good news, when the Messiah talks, he says that the Father will not leave us comfortless, but he'll give us the spirit of truth. And the spirit of truth will lead and guide us into all truth. The spirit of truth will convict us of sin. I knew a man, I'm not going to name his name, but I knew a man who was a, he's a homosexual. He's gay. Speaking tongues. Is that the real Hakodesh? If you're gay, well, according to the Torah, a man shouldn't live with a man. Matter of fact, being a homosexual, you get burned by fire. It's not only in the Torah and Leviticus, it's also in Romans chapter 1 and other books of the Bible. So if you gay, shouldn't you be convicted if the Bible speaks against that? So you what what tongues, because speaking in tongues, they only spoke in a, it just said tongues because of the language of that day. They just simply spoke in different languages as the Spirit enabled them. But the but the to the, the know that you have the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, is if you're convicted of sinning. And if you're being led and guided into all truth. That's how you know you get the Ruach Kodesh, the Holy Spirit. Not you going condemn the Lord's shame. So with that being said, praise y'all. See you all next week. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>